What's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everyone. Pedro has creative tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody, hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join us during the show, you can join us in the Discord chat room. We got a link for you guys up there at the top, purple bar. We'll take a few moments to welcome everybody to the show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us live. We got a fun, packed, inspirational project thing. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night to everyone hanging out all over the world, giving out shout outs to everybody hanging out in all of the chat rooms. We are on YouTube, on the Discord, Periscope, Twitch. Good morning, Andy Calliway, Blitz City, Liz, hey. Paul Cutler, Skr, hey. uh, uh, Rosin. Mike P, cup of coffee. I love that name. Really? Wester, Vince. Name. Good morning, everybody. Hanging out. Go ahead and jump into the show. Cool. Uh, we'll keep checking back in the Discord chat if anybody has any fun memes and things, gifs, gifs are that all is, there and fun. That is where to head to to see all the banter, all the gifs, the jifs. Ah, great name title. We're gonna change the name of the show. Uh, mm -hmm. Pedro Noah's Excellent adventure. Cool. <laughs> well, I got some excellent news for you folks. Let's head on over to adafruit.com slash free. We got some new freebies. Uh, newly added was the keyboard RP2040, but let's go through the list of it. Now that's an awesome freebie. Yeah, for orders $99 or more, you get that half size from a proto breadboard. We all know and love this one. Great way to get your projects on a permanent, lovely PCB. For orders that are 49 or $149 or more, you'll get the KB2040. That's that awesome Raspberry Pi RP2040 board. Has tons of GPIO, stem connector, perfect uh, Arduino Pro Micro kind of format for all sorts of keyboard projects. And then for orders that are $200 or more, you'll get the free keyboard, the half-size Promo Proto, and free ground shipping for UPS and continental US only. So check out adafruit.com slash free for all the deets. Um, all these things get added automatically to your cart, so you don't have to do any extra coupon codes or anything. Uh, yeah, so check those out and uh, be sure you have an account with Adafruit uh, so you don't get the same thing twice, right? Cool. Heading on over to the jobs board at jobs.adafruit.com. You can see all the latest available gigs that have been posted. I see a new one this week. We have a new one. It's a matrix portal project utilizing Wi-Fi. Check that one out. It's a contract position. So if you're interested in checking that out, uh, head over to jobs.adafruit.com. If you are interested in getting um, a digest of weekly products that are added in the Adafruit shop, you can subscribe to the newsletter the new, new newsletter by heading over to adafruit.com slash newsletter. If you want daily content, stories, and tips, adafruitdaily.com is, is the place to go. You can subscribe to different categories such as maker business, 3D printing, biohacking, and our favorite Python on microcontroller newsletter. So check that one out. Shout out to everybody for subscribing to that one. It's a great opportunity for folks to share their Python-related projects to lots of folks. So thank you everybody for subscribing. Shout out to Paul Cutler for doing up the Circuit Python Show podcast. Check this out if you haven't yet. Subscribe using your favorite podcasting service. That's the Circuit Python Show podcast. Check it out and shout out to Paul Cutler. And that is all the stuff. So this week we have a fun project. Uh, we got some prototyping. I think we got a shop talk. We'll talk about tripods, huh? I think you got that layer by layer as well. I got layer headers. by layer. That's right. That's the, the shop talk. talk. Uh, community makes. We have two of them this week, and I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's uh, go ahead and we'll jump, jump right into the show. A couple more shout outs before we start. Charles Menafords hanging out. Five six zeros joining in. And over by in Brazil, we have Marcelo. Hello. Good Welcome morning. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's very utilitarian but still fun project, of course, with Lego. Hello. So PT had a really good idea. Uh, there's this really cool app um, that 
allows you to take your spare mobile phone, in this case it's an iPhone, and turn it into a webcam because we all know how horrible any built-in webcam on a laptop is or even the little yeah, Logitechs uh, getting something that is you know pretty high quality that has really good uh, autofocus, autofocus abilities and the colors and all that stuff is uh, gonna run you, uh, you know, might as well get like a little digital camera at that point, but if you already have a spare phone sure. or when you're doing broadcasting, you're not gonna need your phone as much, go ahead and use that as one of the broadcasting cameras. So of course, naturally, we're gonna have to add the adapters, make them a Lego compatible. So this is what's pulling all the weight here. It's this little two by three studded or actually no tubes right is that the name of it the tubes sure it comes tubes <laughs> that go the studs are the things on top yeah these guys so they click right in there and here's the secret sauce having the 3 8 to quarter 20 adapter uh, this adapter is used widely in cameras and it allows you to take something like a 20 to 20 adapter and add your camera tripod like so so you can attach your phone onto this and have a really high quality camera and this is actually what we're using right now. Yay. Look at this. Your little mini. Look at the focusing. Very good focusing, yeah. So you don't have to go into the camera settings, mess right. around, be like, slider. oh no, yeah. it stopped nice. working. Yeah. <laughs> so we're using the camo app. We'll take a look at that. But mm -hmm. right now we just want to highlight the uh, the hardware and exactly. the 3D printed bit. So tell me about the 3D printed bit. What, does it, what makes it different than this one? Which one? Our previous ones. We've done a previous project where we, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's a webcam cover, right? It covers mm -hmm. your webcam. That's built into the display, like a laptop or an mm -hmm. iMac in this case. Yeah. So you thought it'd be good to kind of make it so you're not blocking the sensors. There's a bunch of sensors now on all these new laptops, and you wanted to refigure it so that um, so that the shape doesn't obstruct the sensors on a laptop or desktop. That is. Uh, so that's the different shape here. So you notice these two are different shapes, and uh, you kind of want to make it a different shape and profile to, to kind of fit your bezel. Uh, so yeah, tell me more about the, the design. That is the problem that we're solving here with having a little cutout that is uh, over the notch and not just the MacBooks have the notch. Uh, we had to get a PC recently to make sure yeah, that, laptop, really uh, awesome. that sort of the, the projects that we're working on actually work without us having to jump through hoops and you know, install an Xcode and all that crazy stuff. Uh, just works natively on Windows and they have the exact same problem with the notch going on that would uh, be covered by our older design. And one of the other things too that we did was uh, you know, slimmed it down, optimized it to make sure that uh, while have be nice and sturdy, uh, isn't um, you're gonna fall apart on you when you put all the weight of a camera and a tripod and all that stuff on there. So uh, yeah, it's the little cutaway and the new uh, part that we'd made, which I thought we had released with past projects, but apparently we did not. This is the uh, new edition. Uh, it's a little brick that uh, lets you attach the uh, 3 fourths to quarter 20. So of course all these are in the shop. So you can build any of these yourself. So we have the threaded uh, right, the threaded um, geometry goes right into the brick that allows you to easily put that in here. And uh, these have these nice little flat headed uh, screws um, using just the back of a tweezer here. Allows it to go in there really nice. And then the other bits are of course gonna be the 20 to 20 uh, bits here. And um, we've used these on quite a lot of projects to connect two different parts together. Yeah, two, two different female heads. Mm -hmm. We also have the swivel ball head as well. So this guy right here, not the actual phone holder. So we should actually probably start looking for uh, really good ones to stock. And this is the one we have yeah. in the shop. Uh, nice and sturdy. Um, should be able to hold the weight even of uh, you know one of the larger yeah, like max. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go over a pound uh, for something like this swivel head. Yeah, one of the things I like too is uh, you're able to adjust um, the angle, but also the the little thread here. So it, if you uh, mount this and it's in the way of your Lego, you know you can move it to somewhere else while still having the adjustability of having this uh, little angler here. So let's see what else can I talk about this guy here. Uh, pretty much it, yeah. Just simple yeah. project to PLA prints. Um, yeah, we'll talk about some uh, slice settings and some mm -hmm. support material, um, and how to customize it. Yeah, and I and I guess one of the other heroes too is the app that allows you to uh, 
give us such sure. a high quality stream for all this. Yeah. Um, I guess you want to talk about the app? Do you want to go to the learn guide? Let's go jump into the learn guide. All right. Thank you for telling me what to do. <laughs> all right. So if you head on over to learn.edifu.com, see all the latest guides that were added this week. Uh, and you'll be able to find the Lego phone holder guide. So the overview page just walks you through the project, uh, what it is, why you'd want one. And here's a look at some of the um, hardware. All of the stuff is in stock here. So the camera, tripod, 3 8 to a quarter 20 screw adapter. Those are great. Uh, the quarter 20 to quarter 20 screw adapter. And the swivel pan, the swivel head pan tilt <laughs> shoe mount adapter is also available and all in stock. So, yeah. It's great to use metal parts, folks, when you can, especially with something like a camera that mm -hmm. has like a little bit of weight to it. We really recommend getting, um, when you're going to take it on and off, over and over and over again, I'm a fan of heat set inserts, but in this case, this is a great way to kind of do it. And you can 3D print um, 3 eighths threads mm -hmm. uh, very nicely with just kind of your regular 0.2 layer height. And uh, the reason why mm -hmm. this isn't a quarter 20 thread is because over time, it's going to wear out. And you're you're more likely oh, to yeah. keep this inside. Mm -hmm. you're, you're more likely to keep this threaded insert inside. And what you're constantly taking off is the camera or the holder itself. So that's why we really recommend getting a metal hardware uh, for things that are going to be reused and taken out multiple times. Um, so there's that, a little that exact question was just asked in the uh, chat oh, room yeah. from uh, five six zero. Yeah. They're asking if it was a threaded insert. No, it is all modeled in there. You can adjust the threading if. Uh, you have some sure. tolerance settings for your uh, printer. Yeah. Uh, so this is just an iPhone mini, so unfortunately okay. we don't have like the macro it's lens so on there. It's gosh darn better than A the, lot better than the webcam, yeah. You can see there, it handles it pretty well. Yeah. Uh, there are support materials that I had to turn on just for the roof here. Oh, okay. Uh, but other than that, it prints out really good. One of the other things that we'll mention, uh, just because we're already talking about it, and we'll see it in the printing guide, the only thing that I had to do for uh, settings wise was print at 150 microns or 0.5 for um, the resolution uh, just so we can have that like silky 0.15 yeah 0.15 millimeter so, layer height yeah so it's nice and silky oh. when you um, attach the uh, studs together yeah i should try that yeah and it's like of... very very secure in there like so secure i'm always, I'm always scared i'm gonna yeah, pop right. off one of the studs <laughs> but you kind of want it to be nice and secure when you have a phone on your laptop. Or desktop, yeah. Yeah, yeah it works for both. Cool. So, yep. TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever monitor or whatever. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. So, yeah, modeled threads is, uh, is, is, is a good tip here. Okay. All right. Heading over to the slice setting parts. Um, so, you have some... So you have the Fusion 360 files. You can, of course, edit the thickness. If you have a laptop that has a thicker bezel or display, if you want to add this onto your monitor or a shelf or anything like that, you can go ahead and grab those files for that. But we have STL files for the MacBook and the Dell PC that I got. Uh, the sizes are there listed. The MacBook is about five millimeters thick. thick. Then the PC uh, that we have is 7.3 millimeters thick. And that is accounting for the little gaskets that they have on the lids of the monitor. Oh, cool. Down here, usual uh, PLA settings, of course. Uh, everybody's probably gonna say to print it in nylon. Not a bad idea to uh, have something that's a little bit more... Um, uh, Pet G is good too. Pet G, yes, Pet G. And uh, yeah, just a 0.15 uh, for the layer height, or 150 microns. The infill doesn't have to be so, uh, so dense since it is just like a couple of uh, roofs for the, uh, the solid part of the plate. And then uh, you are gonna need supports just because of the way that that overhangs. It's so much, and uh, I'm gonna jump. Yeah, that's what that looks like there, all underneath here. Yeah, it's it's not it's since it's the surface that's gonna touch your bezel. You're not gonna see it, so it doesn't. Yeah, matter. yeah. It looks not the best. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. then, if you want to avoid supports, you could always cut it in half. Um, I mean, you're gonna. Yeah, I guess you could if you cut it right here. If you yeah. thicken up the base, sure, yeah. Right here, that that is possible, but yeah, all all kind of just 
tips if you want to do it a little mm -hmm. bit different you can try that's fine too. with supports though yeah supports are fine dude i'm just saying yeah my brain's like hey you can cut that in half and not yeah, yeah. supports <laughs> the um, usual support settings that i like for this is uh the extrusion width for the supports is actually smaller than what the actual um uh the width is for the actual part that we're printing so in this case it's uh, 0.2 so you make it nice and thin so it's easy to remove and then the z height uh, have that spaced out a little bit depending on how good your tolerance is for your printer is and then for this one you definitely want to have the interface and the roof supports enabled that'll just give it a uh, nicer finish yeah. for the top like the um, bed uh, build plate adhesion type you want to make sure that it is brim because of these two little oh, um, yeah. little feet so here like <laughs> yeah go ahead and jump over yeah so I tried printing it with just a skirt and these would always get knocked off. Oh, Even right. if I had the Z hop enabled, yeah. they would always get uh, just thrown off the bed. So you wanna ha make sure that the, the brim is big enough so it's unifying with the brim from the back plate here and then all of support so that it has a nice um, adhesion so if, even if it does get knocked over it looks like it did happen a couple of times right here it's not gonna fly off the bed <laughs> yeah aesthetically this looks great they look like feet for let for furniture but if you didn't worry about that and you just want to extend this whole thing out it, it yeah you obstruct could obstruct anything right um, this is the sensors right here there's nothing over here so on the pc there are there are sensors on this side and two on this side so that's why i didn't well, do that i'm glad i asked because that Every design decision is dictated by my constraints, mm -hmm. my reason. So that's why you did it that way. That's yeah. all I wanted to get at. Yep. And then uh, to have a nice a bit of supports on here, you have this giant uh, fillet on uh, the sides here, and then on the back part here. So you have a very nice, uh, sturdy, yeah, uh, geometric, you know, connection yeah, with, where everything's good. all they attached look great. together. I like the fillet there, the little arc here, it makes it look like furniture. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, um, all things to consider when you're designing a thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's one thing. Yep. Two things. Uh, what else? Let's see. Since this is a pretty quick project, trying to uh, abstract as much info as yeah, we can I out mean, of it. We're good there. Um, we can look at the other learn guide. I guess. Oh I yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So uh, people usually ask where did we get the uh, <laughs> minifig? Type in Lego. Uh, in the learn guide, and you'll see all our Lego projects. One of them here is the webcam cover. So we, we showed it off a little bit, but this is supposed to cover your webcam. Mm -hmm. This one doesn't cover your webcam. Like it's sort of the point of it. Um, so Adabot is a little Lego minifig that you can 3D print. Mm -hmm. My gosh, look at him. There they. All the parts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good to I know, it's so adorable. It's seeing how adorable. tiny these little parts are. Yeah. Uh, Go there. We won't reiterate all the no, steps you got to do. It's a definitely want to print at a hundred microns yeah, for this one. There's there's a nice uh, maybe a half an hour tutorial on how to make it parametric so you can build your Lego studs and build your design so that it's it's uh, scalable. Um, mm -hmm. Whether you want more studs um, or just a bigger base plate, uh, this is this is a good tutorial to check out for just bare basics of parametric Lego parts. And it definitely applies to the model for this one as well. If you uh, go into the sketches in the side, this three, Fusion 360 file, if you adjust the um, the gap opening here, the mm. entire model will update oh, with that's it. Dope. Yay. The only thing I didn't do was create the patterns that'll create the um, the additional yeah. studs. It's a hard coded quantity when you're doing rectangular patterns. Yeah. You can always change it up. Yep. Super easy since uh, the spacing is pretty dead on. It's a uh, eight millimeters. Uh, it's an eight by eight millimeter um, square. So. Whatever that square is, you just draw another eight by eight on there, and yeah, the spacing is eight in. millimeters. The diameter of the studs is four point nine millimeters. The That's height correct. of the stub is one point nine millimeters. Yep. I know all this because I've just I know there's been so, in it so we, much. Yeah. It's always a Lego project, multiple times a year, yeah. so all those numbers stick in your head. <laughs> I do, yeah. And, and chart, uh, it's like it's right like it breaks down. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. A nice little simple uh, project. Of course, yeah. the whole main oh, hero here. I forgot here. to say, if you wanted to whiten the base, like, yeah, I could print it. I'm like, hey, Pedro, just add this on the top. Definitely he's could. like, oh, yeah, that's right, you can. Yeah. Lego's ABS is stronger, and like, there's a bajillion uh, sizes of the Lego. So the fact that you can just put a bigger base on top is pretty rad. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole damn point, right? Yeah, and of course, you can. Uh, 
after you get all that done is going to be, you know, what creatively can you uh, Yeah, you're actually using with. this on your actual laptop. Yeah, yeah. So when I got the new MacBook with the notch on it, I couldn't use any of these. So uh, right. really cool that Phil wanted one that you know, didn't obstruct any of the sensors on there. So And then that obviously gave me a chance to go ahead and release this right. model. The actual bit yeah. there. And yeah, just uh, it's going to be up to you on uh, creatively adding these since, you know, when you're at work, typing away, it's always mm -hmm. cool to be able to glance up and look at whatever cool little minifig design yeah, you got I'm on top huge, of the computer. Huge fan of designing Lego parts and mm -hmm. adapting it with existing Lego parts. That's yeah, kind of kind of silly. Interchangeable laptop on top of a laptop. That's that's <laughs> very nice. <laughs> the old 1990s laptop. Mm -hmm. It's thick, chompy. Should make a little 3D printed cover to go over. <laughs> <laughs> and then put the nano figure that's uh two that's two uh what is it intersection or uh interception yeah, interception <laughs> uh -huh. inception inception conception of your interception <laughs> all right we got some cool gifts here on uh on the discord shout out to yanni always coming through with these great gifts we do we have a little R2D2 oh yeah and the c3po and uh we don't have a port we need to get ourselves a port uh <laughs> Lego time, Lego in the evening. <laughs> when you have a 3D printer, you can 3D print a Lego in a time. <laughs> Sorry. Let me go into the chat room, put all the links to these. While we, I guess, queue up the, what are we prototyping? Yeah, there's a twofer. So you get two different prototypes. Um, we're on a theme here with miniature cuteness. So to go with our kind of uh, we can we can have them we look like they're watching watch TV. TV. So this is our one of our new Adafruit displays. It's the one point that one's the one four seven one point four seven TFT. It's an IPS display. It's really nice. Let me plug it in. I need a cable. Actually, no. Let me just plug the battery in. So oh, cool. yeah, this is well. all um, all press fit for the face. So if you don't want to have a TV. You can just pop this off and add in like something like you know Sorry. one of the Steve decks. I actually didn't design this one for that screen, okay. um, but that is how it these little feet on there. Better as a TV. Yeah. This so, display is a little bit weird in the, in the mm -hmm. scaling of it, so we wanted to make a nice uh, enclosure that really matched the aspect ratio and just the thing. Yeah. I didn't add the uh, the slide switch in yeah, there yet because I want to... So it's running off of a Feather RP2040. A couple weeks ago we were using oh, Circuit Python. Back. Yeah, I know. That's what's going to cable. We're going to use Circuit Python uh, to do some sprite sheet animations. It's one of our favorite things to do. Uh, Lamar uh, did an update to, the, to an animated GIF library in Arduino. So we're able to use both Arduino and CircuitPython to do this project. CircuitPython using uh, its USB flash drive mass storage capabilities to store the GIFs and then Arduino to do the speediness of uh, you know, C code and it can uh, play the frame rate. Not too bad on a GIF. So these are regular GIFs. They haven't been converted to H files or sprite sheets. They're just standard GIFs that, uh, that tend to play really well here. So. Want to go ahead and highlight that point that you just said. Uh, don't have to make sprite sheets. So before, when we wanted to make a little animated display, we had to break down each frame, frame into a, into a, map, a very a long. long so like it's a having a strip. yeah, a concept. Which is cool. Perfect, it's a really yeah. cool way to do it in CircuitPython, especially if you're doing like games and stuff. Uh, but for this one, we just wanted to be able to toss it, the ability, the, the exactly. ease of just throwing in a regular GIF and then quickly displaying it on there. It's a really neat way. So, and it's fast, like it's really, really fast. So shout out to Lamar and uh, the folks that were worked on the animated GIF library. Yeah. Yeah, so the inspiration came from, um, was a tweet where they were playing like, I think it was a combination of that Simpsons, uh, Raspberry Pi, mm -hmm. powered little TV. Simpsons, Raspberry Pi, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like played all the episodes for that and then. A small it, switch ornament. That's thing. where this little guy comes in. So uh, both of these uh, screens, brand new sizes and the, the roundness, is, roundness of them. Uh, this we one wanted to. Corners. This one does not. Oh, yeah, you're right, right. So it's just this one. Yeah. Uh, but they're both uh, brand new screens that uh, were just put in not too long ago, but wanted to highlight. Yeah, they're fresh. Um, they're IPS displays, so yeah. really good viewing angles. They look better uh, 
they'll look better when I remove the protective coatings, but because I'm still prototyping, I don't want to remove those and scratch yeah. them just yet. Uh, <laughs> We're waiting for the Queen of England to come so we can... I'm waiting for the the fil the video to start being recorded so I can remove those because I'll get it on we video. We got hero shots and Lamar's like, can you reshoot because you have the protective you screen. Removed. You're like, oh, whoops. Because oh, <laughs> you're so used to it. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, okay, so uh, we went off track there. So the... Off the rails. The um, little tiny uh, pendant ornament was it's the wearable. other... Yeah. It's got a little... The other great. design inspiration Not for that. Not wearable, more for your Lego uh, mm -hmm. what, the dioramas. Yes. Yeah. So this is the, um, oh, come on, the 4, 7, screen four point, size. 4.9. There you go, 4.9 yeah, size screen. It's very screen. kind of widescreen, so it works good for this game. Here's a JP. Why did JP get in there? Doom. JP just all over the place. <laughs> When he was, we uh, need to update that with guy. Lars doing that instead yeah, of the Badgers. Cool. Lars, <laughs> Lars gif. And this is something you found. I think. Uh -huh. so. so again, pointing out how fast that Arduino is able to uh, spit these GIFs out. Yeah. You can see how good the frame it, frame rate is on this, especially with uh, this little death scene here in uh, Breath of the Wild. But you can really see how good it is. It's just 320 by 170. Mm-hmm. But it looks fantastic because the mm. IPS display just makes it look great. Yeah, the um, the only thing that stinks about having the uh, the different sizes because this one is a one seventy two or three twenty by one seventy two is that you do have to manually scale the canvas size to uh, work on this. Oh right. Okay. And then one of the other bugs um, that we found, which is why we got the PC, is that when it tries to read an invisible file that Max just loved to create, yeah. you open a file, there's ton of files that it creates in there, invisibility. Yeah, there is. Terminal tricks you can do, yep. but we're in not there yet. Windows, you just, just so aware, yeah. drop, drag and drop. Windows just works. Uh, um, you can grab any of the yeah. GIFs. So when, when are these next week? This is next week. Next week. Yeah, almost done. Folks, both running off of the RP2040 Feather, which is available. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. the only available chip right now. That is what she wanted to highlight. Originally, these were going to be all for the M4s, but... Kind of hard to get the uh, Sam D's. So shout out to Resin Pie. Our yeah. is great. Um, we're good. Or we're using Phil Core, Phil Howard's Arduino Core for the RP twenty forty. And yeah, so check out the Learn Guide. Yep. Um, we'll take a look at for all for setting of... up your Feather with Arduino yeah. Feather RP twenty forty. This is what the other one's gonna look like when I'm done filming all the stuff. You got the uh, slide switch in there that lets you recharge the battery and turn off the circuit, and then uh, the um, little mounting plate on here for attaching yeah. the uh, the feather to the screen so you have a nice little circuit sandwich to have everything nice and compact so it's and important then, to note the all the feathers all eight or few feathers have built-in lipo charging yeah. over usb so you can always recharge that battery over mm. usb so you can kind of see here it is recharging <laughs> it is yeah there's a yellow led and then everything is snap fit and then i think we mentioned this uh last week the faces are interchangeable so you know, if Nintendo Switch isn't your thing, you can put on a little Steam Deck. So detail there. Pink feathers are in stock. while supplies last. Lovely, Hopefully lovely they do. board. Lots of GPIO. Lots of features. Withstands. Dropping. Has a built-in NeoPixel. And that lovely Stemma connector there. Our favorite feather right now. Because it's the only one you can get. Plus, it's just that great anyway. Uh -huh. You can swap between uh, CircuitPython and Arduino, or you can use both of them at the same time, like we have been. One can use the flash storage, and the other one does the, the playback. The playback. Yeah, so uh, pink. Yeah, it comes in pink. Sort of a yin and yang that you're able to have both right. those on there. So cool. Right. <laughs> a little bit of a yang. juggling. Yin you have to uh, flash cool. um, every time you want to get back into the the hard drive. Compiling takes like a minute, but come on, it doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 and then uh, we're gonna glancing over at the. Uh, yeah, any comments on the gifts? Can you stuff? use the threaded insert in wood too? Yeah, you could. Can yeah. you? Yeah, huh. I have a uh, a screw tap. Get yourself a screw tap, oh. uh, a quarter twenty and a three eighths uh, screw tap. I have done that. It works really well. Yeah. Let's see, yeah. was it so five much six? Easier to use uh, wood. Five six uh, comment from five six zero saying that the, loves the console style TV idea for that screen. Yeah, it's fun. Forgot to show off the little yeah, our little our VCR. Little VCR. Mm. <laughs> I gotta print out the antenna next right. for that. But yeah, here's your little TV. So Living cute. Room TV. <laughs> yeah, great for your diorama or whatever Again. you're doing. Yeah. 
Your Lego build or something would be fun. New dollhouse build. Or, yeah, Lego build, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So go for that. So, uh, yeah, we'll go over these next week. Yay, yep. Next week, next week, next week. All right. Cool. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, John in Doom. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? I should put up the original GIF in there. Uh -huh. that real quick. Well, I uh, do my thing, or do you want to post tweets? What do you want to do? Uh, let me post links to all the stuff here. What do you got? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got another putter type. This one is super cool. Yeah, so we got ourselves some uh, mirrored film, and it's some see-through mirrors. So we thought, you know, a lot of Raspberry Pi smart mirrors are really fun and cool to build. What if we made, like, a really, really small one for your desktop? So this one's using the uh, the Adafruit Pi Portal. That's the IoT display. I'll just look uh, here for now and direct my attention here. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a 3D printed case with a piece of acrylic that I cut, um, and then I applied this film. So this film is special. It's uh, a mirrored film, but you're able to see through it when you have light shine through. So that's how you're able to get this kind of effect. So the idea is to do sort of a weather station, an update to the weather station code so that it's portrait mode. Because normally the the uh, the Pi portal is a ver uh, landscape, so we're doing this portrait mode. And uh, right now it's pulling the uh, the Adafruit quotes uh, using the Adafruit I/O um, API. And uh, yeah, that's the kind of a thing right now. Uh, we have some port openings here for micro USB and the SD card slot, and we also have the light ambient light sensor here so you'll be able to kind of wave your hand and turn it on and off um, but yeah kind of a neat thing it'll be powered uh, by a USB cable because uh, it doesn't need to be it's supposed to be on your desk and then we have this kind of funky um, funky arm and it's supposed to resemble like a you know like a, a mirror that you would that you would use <laughs> uh, so yeah kind of a neat simple uh, but neat effect like I've seen the smart mirrors and that's cool they're normally big so eh. we, we've been seeing smaller ones on, uh, on some of the websites so I got inspired to do that too shout out to BT for bringing that to my attention but you can swap you can articulate it it almost looks like an R2D2 the, the arms with that an R2D2 <laughs> uh, but yeah no need for slide switch or anything oh yeah we got a reset button here so Bam. there's a reset button that's what it looks like uh, you know it's just a regular mirror but it's fun to see a terminal come up there and say, what is going on in this mirror? And, there's like a, uh, and interestingly enough, the uh, the Pi portals are in stock. I they're, just put the link in there. M4 with the, it's an M4 with the ESP32 kind of co-processor. And uh, there's a camera looking at you. There's a nice quote from Isaac Newton. So yeah, smart mini mirror, a lot of mini stuff going on. Maybe I should have used the Pi Portal Pint, which is the <laughs> smaller. But I think there's like more of the Pi Portal classics in stock. stock. Okay, there's Titano. Cool. So that is, will be, uh, I think, uh, in sometime in June, because mm -hmm. we're at the NMA. So probably the second week of June. So get look out for that one. I got like That's the Space Bird Times. So do a quick shop talk if you want to tweet All that right. we're about to promote some Lambert layers. Yeah, so um, recently I created some new 3D models. So let's go ahead and go to the, uh, the Adafruit CAD parts GitHub repository. I can add a link someday, somewhere, somehow. Oh, I can add that. Yeah, Safari's is really checking me out right now. It's like, where's the stuff? Oh boy, I can't. So far, he's like never been there before, so I don't know how to get to it. I think it's Adafruit underscore CAD. Under, there it is, parts. Thank you, Safari, for remembering. So if we go to commits, you can see the latest um, parts that were added. We got a lot of parts. I won't name all of them, but um, feel free to make part requests using our issues tab. I've been going through there and just making a bunch of them. so. I've reached out to all the people that submitted those and I just post the link uh, to the part. So if you are looking for a part, shout out. Um, yeah, here are the parts. So with that, um, I came up with a, um, a layer by layer that shows you how to generate headers uh, for various PCBs. So in this case, it's a two by 20 GPIO header, but the interesting thing is that this header is a surface mount header. 
It's a low profile header. You've probably seen these in some of Adafruit's Raspberry Pi bonnets. Um, so as a part of Fusion 360's electronics Eagle CAD integration, they have a built-in package generator that allows you to create a bunch of different parts for PCBs to make 3D models of your PCBs. Um, so this one, uh, and just in this tutorial, I just kind of walk through some of the things to look out for when you're generating uh, these, these style of headers, but also as a way to say, hey, there's a lot of new templates for generating, and I've been starting to use those more and more, and I thought this one was a really kind of universal one. Um, it's, it's always good to model your headers to ensure that your enclosures and everything has good tolerances and good spacing and clearances. Uh, so check that one out. It is a, a nice 10 minute, you know, refresher on how to use uh, the package generator, Fusion 360. And don't forget the CAD parts. There's lots of CAD parts in there. Um, and I'll be adding more as the time progresses. Awesome. <clears throat> cool. Where's Discord? Let's see, quick question, Dio20, oh, about the, um, the little VCR, yeah, uh, I'm not printing the part, it's just a little filament that goes inside there is what these little oh, holes brilliant. are sized for, yes, yeah. yeah, so you just use 175 filament to yeah, go in the there and wire. then just bend, you know, how the antenna wires are usually bent, so that's how that works there. Cool. And then uh, Andy Calloway was suggesting using a couple of pins, that's a good idea too. Hmm, that's a good idea, yeah. Uh, header pin, uh -huh. yeah, or an LED upside down. Mm, just oh, stick it in there. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> an LED, just stick it in there. Uh -huh. That would work. All Let's right. see. I post the link to the layer by layer, the whole Thanks. playlist there, and then uh, the um, screen uh, links for that. Biportal and the one four seven and the oh my god, why do I keep forgetting the other bigger one? The four nine four point nine four point nine. <laughs> Excellent. All right, you folks ready for community mags? Let's see. Oh, uh, Rufus is asking 3D enclosure for John's private pick of the week. That was the the iPod scroller. Right? Yeah, that's a great, great. Didn't point. Liz make one? She did. So if you want a an enclosure to house, uh, and there's a model for it. Wait, I haven't I haven't released it yet because I still got to make oh. the thing. I'm working on it. <laughs> Add, a, add, a, add an issue, a part request, and I will see. Wait, no, there already is one. Whoops. <laughs> I'm getting on it. Give me a second. <laughs> give me give me a day or two. Where is it? But, no, oh, there it is. a good point. Thanks for Is this it right here? The BLE scroller? Right, yeah. Check out yeah, the one check that was made. Um, I'm posting the link right here. Was it Doom and Chill? And yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's a nice enclosure. It, it, it turns it into a, a BLE controller, mm -hmm. HAD controller, so you can uh, you know, use it to control music, play games. It's very, very cool. And it uses the Feather uh, NRF52A40. But yeah, I think the model has it in there too, the Fusion 360 model. Ah, okay. So you can pull out of there. But, yeah. Um, yeah, give me a moment. Because it's very particular with the pin sizes. And I feel like model uh, the top ah. bit. I have the PCP generated because uh, Fusion generates it for you out of Eagle. Um, but then actually creating the, the bit there is something I haven't done yet. There is a, a technical uh, sheet for it. And we have a learn guide and all that, so you can check that out if you kind of want to do the heavy lifting of uh, mm -hmm. uh, modeling out the piece here. But yeah, they have a pretty decent data sheet. Let's take a look at it. If you just want to print out the one that Liz has, though, there's a link there. You can oh, quickly look, just print that one out. Back one? Yeah, you can just print that out if you just want a, a feather and a mm -hmm. and the scroll wheel. Yeah, this is this is what I uh, I'm gonna have to like do. It looks it looks um, what do you call it intimidating. <laughs> Because uh, there's a lot of data and a lot of very specific pin placements. Maybe somebody's already done a CAD. I'll, I'll do some little bit of research and see if anyone's CADed this one up yet. Um, but if not, I'll go ahead and you know make it a couple hours, maybe maybe an hour. But yeah, check it out. What were we on? Uh, community makes. Uh, let's jump over to community makes. Cool. That's a good little side thing all right community makes this week 3d printing something from the community this week retro inspired R rgb vga cables these cables <laughs> i remember them being kind of the standard display monitor 
um, cable for a while, for a while <laughs> for throughout all of the 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, so Weird this was a bit of a viral thing that happened on social medias. Um, some folks saw that this was an actual injection molded add-on for USB-C cables. They, they weren't being sold or something happened. So the community put it on themselves to model it and multiple folks have modeled them. So Pedro, you printed a few of them and you came up with this model particularly that you really liked. So you picked this one as the 3D Tuesdays time-lapse. Yeah, so this is a two-part design. Nice little shell that should be able to house any of your USB-C cable. So take a look at the inside here. It's just a little cutout so you can insert that in there. And it has a nice little press fit. I did see other models where this little bit here does actually turn and you can add a screw on there. It'll come out the side there. Uh, unfortunately, the geometry, uh, we'll take a look at what a lot of them look like, uh, is uh, not, you know, the best. Your mileage may vary. Yeah, but this one uh, turned out, you know, worked with a bunch of the cables that we already have. Right. And I like that it just press fits, like I didn't have to glue anything together. Yeah, it's cool. I like when it's a snug press fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so kind of neat. If you're nostalgic for it, I don't really care for VGA. I don't think people do. They just think it's funny. So, yeah, one of the things that they did like about this is how it does oh, have that. tactical. Well, that too, but the one that oh, has the working really, thumb really, screws, yeah. you can actually make it, you know, attached to something. So that was, you know, what they uh, really liked about it, having a, a really secure cable that's being secured with screws. Right. <laughs> but if... But if you just want to have it for looks, a, a, a CRT monitor with the, the VGA cable, you just mm -hmm. pick it up to the because yeah. it's so strong. And this uh, does work with a variety of the cables that we have here, like in the shop and stuff. This one is just a USB to uh, micro, USB C to USB C micro to B. micro B. Yeah, I gotta yeah. be very specific on these. Sure do. <laughs> so many. So let's take a look at the the design. This one was by Jesse Banks on Thingiverse. Yeah. Thingiverse user. Uh, B five Prince B Beefy, Flatty? Beefy yep. I think. But yeah, just Jesse is their name. And there's some photos of the make of the model printed mm -hmm. out in that very bright blue color. Yeah, it looks this right here showcases uh, I guess some of the other models had some geometry issues, maybe Not some flipped normals or yeah. whatever. That could translate into bad G code tool paths. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think Jesse kind of remodeled it. Um, but yeah, it's a nice no supports print, two halves, mirrored, not even mirrored, just print this twice, right? Mm -hmm. A little bit deceiving there, what you see in the uh, time lapse there, because it doesn't look as interesting when you print something flat, so I'm printing it vertically <laughs> in the time oh, lapse. Yeah, so no, no the yeah, actual is... orientation is flat on the bed like that, sorry. I, I, sometimes, I sometimes have to do that just because it doesn't look interesting at all when you do the time lapse. Like, a lot of the things that were sent as suggestions doesn't work because of, you know, it's, does it doesn't look interesting at all. Hmm. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Camera magic is, is the real thing. You gotta make it look pretty. Movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, anyway, that's how you print it, flat like that. Yep. Uh, quick, the original design had dimensions that did not fit my USB-C cable. That was the, the thing the I ran into. tiny attachments to the rest of the model. That would break easily. No, the yep. model was a mess on the inside with the weird features causing print artifacts on the first layer. Yeah. There you go. So if you want to check it out, there's some other probably versions of it. Mm -hmm. It's been remixed from this one. So we might as well bring up the first, the original one by uh, Verde Fabro. Dead giveaway that it might not have worked there since there's no pictures of the actual print. Mm. I see. All right. So if you want to 3D print one of these VGA, <laughs> Dads, nostalgia. There's a nice little funny comment over on the where am I? The Twitch uh, McGruffin saying this reminds me of when Arduino yes. still needed RS two thirty two cables to program. It's a nice little retro uh, callback to the old days. Yeah, it's a Pika like the Mini TFT TV. And McGruffin loves the mirror project. Yeah, super cool. And then Liz is saying that, yep, you sent over the fusion model of it, so it's yeah, I'm almost done. I know, it's halfway <laughs> almost there. Almost done. Yeah, but she was able to use the PCB mounting The mounting holes, holes is, yeah, the most important part. Yeah, Yeah, I just need to make the... You don't have to make the thing, but I really want to make the, the, the top squirrely bit. 
Yeah. Even if it's just like a basic model. I mean, it's good for, you know, figuring out the height of... The height um, and the clearances. The clearances. Depending on what you're doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello to Make Tech from Australia. Hello. Welcome to the show. All right, so that's this week's uh, Community Make. Uh, the time lapse anyway we have uh, two makes that were sent to us so let's run through this really quick we're doing good on time so feel free to add stuff and comments folks while you got us here but we'll see you tonight again all right so this one is a make of the raspberry pi enclosure for the use with a hq pi camera rozo uh, posted this up with their make says uh, decided to print this out but wanted to make a, f a fan version of the back cover mm. so I can hold my 25 millimeter Raspberry Pi fan and connect the GPIO header pins very cool so let's see and it's got a good um, sweet good good kind of rig here for yeah. uh, your Raspberry Pi camera project mm -hmm. yeah the open back there it's nice um, yeah it's a good kind of case to kind of build on top of too if you want to remix um, an add-on pieces to it most of it snap fits but it also has a lot of hardware nylon hardware and standoffs uh, for securing to the various uh, pieces but cool yeah looks good and thank you Rizzo for posting that up your make all right next up last one here this week you might remember those LED signs over here um, no mana posted up their make and rated it. It says cool print, and they printed out the lightning bolt. Um, yeah, so check it out. Yeah, that's my favorite one too. Kind of, <laughs> I mean, I like the cat one, but the lightning bolts kind of the first one I made. I Looks good with the one. animation on it. Yeah, that's the one behind us right there. I uh, kind of want to trim that excess there because I didn't use the full length because just the shape of it. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to reshape it a little bit. Cool, and that is uh, this week's Community Makes. Thank you everybody for posting your makes. Checking on over the notes, I think that's it for the show. Yeah, how about it? Cool, well thank you everybody for joining us. We hope to, we invite you to come on Show and Tell tonight. Uh, I think it's gonna be hosted by Lamar and Phil, or perhaps me and Pedro, or maybe even uh, JP and Liz. It's we a, don't know. It's a, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. <laughs> we don't even know. Sometimes we were like five minutes before, we're going to go, it's like, all right, we're going to host. And then it turns out, well, we're not hosting. <laughs> but hey, we love hosting and it's always fun to do so. We invite you to come and share your stuff with us. We'd love to kind of see what you're working on. Uh, retro gear is fun. Um, workspaces. It's been a while since we had a nice tour of a workspace or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but all is fair. And we hope uh, to see you all there. Right, after that's going to be Ask an Engineer at yeah. 8 p.m. That's right. Full yeah. hour with Lamar and Phil, looking at all the cool new products coming out behind the scenes and what's going on in Maker Business. Get that 10% discount with a special code. Don't only forget available that, on Ask an Engineer. Yeah. And then tomorrow. Manana. Kicking JP's it off. workshop. Check out with JP every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And then on Fridays, we got a deep dive with, uh, with Tim. Tim, foamy guy. Uh, Scott might return at some point, but uh, right now we got Tim every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern time. Let's uh, take a look at the rest of the shows on Sundays evenings. You can uh, tune in to From the Desk of Lady Ada, where she's uh, got some top secret stuff, what she's working on, uh, and the great search with DigiKey great segment on mondays we have the circuit python chat with the community and the circuit python devs it happens every monday at 2 p.m eastern time with the exception of u.s holidays next week is a holiday on the monday so it, i think it'll happen on the following day on tuesday so just a programming note next week it'll be on tuesday good thing i remembered all right and then on tuesdays is jp's product pick of the week the un this only? week was the Anno scroll wheel, which yeah. was like a five dollar thing. It was mm -hmm. great. So you got like fifty percent off or whatever it was. You're kidding. Yeah, it was like so. It was two bucks. Oh, okay. Something. It was five bucks with yeah. the because okay. it's normally nine nine dollars. Ah, okay. So it was like okay. five dollars. Not that it was five bucks originally, and then it was like 
Yeah, it'll be discount like two bucks. Two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so crazy deals with JP. That's why he has crazy thumbnails. Goes with the theme. <laughs> the Every only Tuesday. other, the only other place you can get a discount. So definitely yeah, tune in discount. live. Tune in live, and uh, sometimes you can sell out within the first minute. So get on it. Every Tuesday at four p.m. Yes. Eastern time or one p.m. Pacific. And then on uh, Wednesdays we got the three hangouts: Ask an Engineer and Show and Tell. All right, cool. Real quick question by Make Tech, um, asking if we've checked out Slicer inside of Fusion 360. I have not. I have I, not I, either. I, I know should. they do have a They're, Slicer. Yeah, they have some neat things. So that's a good good thing. Hmm. I should check it out. Yeah, it'll be on the list of uh, things to check out. Yeah, the only I gotta Slicer. check out Cura, and I gotta check out. It's pretty Fusion, good. Yeah, five five, 5. 0. 0 just came out. Yeah. Cura is pretty speedy. Yeah. There is a if anybody uses like Wacom tablets um, or like. I, I think is, it should be fine with like third party. Nobody except you. It's I know. Like, it's like, oh man. Who uses the Wacko? Are you a graphics designer? I know. It's like, Since what are you? A graphic a, artist? It's like people who do 3D you're sculpting. Like, no, man, I use it to like check my emails and do like basic things. It's just <laughs> no, I use wacko. it in CAD. I know. But it's like, oh, sculptors. Use it for just everything. It just ergonomically it works for you. Yeah, it's just my carpal tunnel. Yeah. Your carpal tunnel? Mm <laughs> hmm. And then a question here. Probably just direct that one to the chat room, unless you guys can answer this. What you got? Suggestions for cheap, simple LED audio inductor to go between the guitar pedal. That is a good question for via ask a an engineer. Quarter this mono is cable. ask a designer. <laughs> right now we're asking <laughs> a designer. But uh, yeah, save that question for ask an engineer. I think Lamar would, would have fun with that one. Cool, I think that's it. All right, well, thank you everybody so much for joining us. We hope you're inspired and you are doing the thing you want to do. All right, with that, good luck with all your maker endeavors. Yes, stay safe out there, folks. Until next time, make a great day. Bye, everybody.